Hi, welcome. Welcome to the 8 o'clock marathon meeting. My name is Maureen. I'm a compulsive overeater and your speaker for this meeting. Please join me in saying the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Before we get started, we ask that all cell phones or electronic equipment be turned off. Even if you think it's off, please uh, make sure. This session is being recorded. All participants are required to sign the release form, which I have here. So if at the Q&A or when we have open sharing, you want to share, come up to the mic and sign the paper, please. Uh, to protect our anonymity, no photography, audio, or visual recording is allowed. The opinions expressed here today are those of the individual OA members and do not represent Region 2 or Overeaters Anonymous as a whole. Please remember OA members affiliated with related facilities or other 12-step programs are requested to speak on their recovery in the OA program only. An Ask It Basket will be circulated for the question and answer portion of this session. Uh, if there is any press in this room, please respect our anonymity by not taking any pictures, using a video camera, or using our full names. The format for this meeting is as follows. I will share for 25 minutes, followed by 25 or so minutes, followed by um, questions and answers for five minutes, followed by open sharing. And Ask a Basket will be passed around again. Please place your questions in the basket for, for, for myself. And the topic for this session I heard is HALT, correct? We're in the right room. Uh, and I am the speaker. Uh, again, Maureen. Okay, so I just found out about a half hour ago <laughs> that I'm speaking, and uh, I'm excited because HALT is dear, near and dear to my heart. Uh, so my qualifications are I've been in the room since 1989, uh, and I'm in the how part of the program, uh, but it doesn't matter. I have three years of abstinence. Uh, in that from 89 to 2014, I did take one four-year break in there. Uh, my father died in 95, and my best friend died four months thereafter um, from five years of, of breast cancer. And the day she died, I ate sugar. And I got it. I had to go through four years of it, but I got that I was a sugar addict. So um, I've been in the rooms consistently since April of 2000, and my back-to-back -back abstinence is April of 2011. And I'm very excited to, to be able to say that I have a reprieve from the disease. So between April of 2000 and April of 2011, I would have periods of abstinence, and I would have periods of slippage or total relapse. And my qualification is I've released 65 pounds and I've been that weight pretty much the same except when I was relapsing. And it would go up five, it would go up 10, it would go up 15, the pain, everything's all tight, I have to get into the new clothes. And then I would say, oh, yeah, okay, I got to be honest and I got to, you know, work the program. And then I would start over again. 
you know, go back and be and be honest. But to tell you the truth, I had to completely surrender. And I think I was using the program for all those many years as just a diet club, even though I was working the steps. I had to surrender to the fact that I had a disease and that I am allergic to those foods. That, And my allergy shows up in, I want to eat. I want to eat. I didn't start this, sorry. I want to eat. I want to eat more. So here is where HALT started to help me to learn. I knew the words. Does everybody know what the words mean? Too hungry, too angry, too lonely, and too tired. Hungry. Even now, my husband will say, I think you need to eat. Because he can see me starting to get jittery, especially if we're on a trip and the time between the meals is too long. And I'll say, yeah, I need to eat. And um, sometimes I can, you know, manage or I, or I now know to carry my food when I'm on a trip. I just make sure I have a food. And if they're taking us out for breakfast and lunch and dinner all day thing, I have some food that at least I can have and, and get me through. But um, when I'm hungry, physically hungry, physically hungry, which I did not know physical hunger. I never knew it because I was a grazer. I didn't. I, I guess I binged, but really more grazing from the moment I got up to the moment I went to bed. I was not a nighttime eater, so to really feel hunger pains is was a new feeling for me. And I had to step back if I'm wanting that food. Step back and say, "Am I really hungry, or is it something else?" And a lot of times, I was really hungry. And then when I'd sit down and eat have my lunch or have my dinner, my weighed and measured food, I'd be fine. Okay, so that's the hungry part. So one, I think one of the first things, if you're in here to try to figure it out, you have to figure out, are you truly hungry? What is true hunger for you? And, you know, for me, it's, I don't know about you, but it's a growling stomach. It, it, it makes noises. And it growls, and I get um, slightly irritable, and I also get a little woozy. You know, it's like lightheaded, I guess would be to say. So that's real hunger. But then there's the other hunger, the, the emotional hunger. We're passing around a basket for ask it questions. We'll have five minutes after my share before we do open share. So if anybody has questions, just stick them in the basket or leave it in the middle of the floor. So anyway, um, then there's the other hunger. And if it's not physical hunger, then we have to stay, have, I have to step back and decide what's going on. What else is going on in my life? And I have to figure it out. Is it I need to make a phone call that's a little stressful? I need to address somebody. I need to um, prepare something. I, I've promised I was going to bring dinner to somebody, and I've procrastinated. I need. I have a paper that I have to get done. Um, I have a report due. You have to figure that out for yourself. So that's the the hunger part. Okay, angry. 
So anger is a good one for me. <laughs> it, uh, it creeps up on me. Sometimes I don't even know that I'm angry unless I do that pause. And sometimes I even have to physically put my hand up. Like if my husband and I are going down that path, and I even said to him the other day, we were going down that path, and I said, why are we both raising our voices? (laughs) You know, I have to put my hand up. This reminds me to, all right, hold off for a minute. And... And anger, I feel, is a coverall emotion. It's like an umbrella emotion to a lot of other emotions. It might be grief. It might be sadness. It could be loneliness. It could be tired. It could be the other two on halt. Um, So, again, writing is a good tool. Get, Get your your pen and pencil out or your computer, however you do it, writing is an excellent tool. Um, I will call my sponsor or I'll make outreach calls until I get someone and I say, can I just vent? I need to just vent. Um, Sometimes I'll go out on our balcony and I'll just scream out into the wind. We don't have neighbors real near and I can do that and I can just scream it out and get it out because I have to get it out of me. If I don't, what am I going to do? I'm going to go eat. I don't know about you, but I, the food will call me. Right now I'm having a reprieve where it, I don't think of food first. I think of what's going on first. And that's, that's the freedom of this program. This is a new freedom and a new happiness. That is a freedom that the, the cookie jar that my husband has the cookie, doesn't call me anymore. It's like, what else is going on? What is troubling you, Maureen? So that's on the on the uh, angry part, and it's very good to get those emotions out. It's really good. So if you have a safe, and I always say a safe person, because not always can you talk to anybody about it, but find a safe person, and usually it's a sponsor who's the safest. Um, but you know there are some people that I would not call safe in my life, and I wouldn't be sharing that stuff with them. All right, hungry, angry, lonely. So lonely, how would I describe lonely? Lonely would be um, not feeling alone because there's a difference between feeling alone and and being lonely. Um, Kind of, uh, it's kind of, it's it's kind of a, I'm trying to feel it in my body, but it's kind of an aloof feeling. Lonely, I, th- I think. If, if uh, you know how I would describe lonely, if if I knew there was a party going on and I wasn't included, I would feel lonely. I'd also feel sad, but I'd feel, oh, why didn't why didn't they include me in that? You know, and so oh. and so, is that a reason to eat? No, these are not reasons to eat. They're, that is real life. Those people decided to have that party or whatever um, to, uh, you know, for their reason. They don't have to invite everybody in town, and I don't have to be that person to be invited. So that's how I would describe lonely. And then tired, I have a friend that says it's really that. It's the T of the halt. 
that is really the crux of the whole thing because as an addict, I can run myself ragged. I'm an A-type personality. You ask me to do something, and I will do it ten times better than you asked me to do it. So I will make myself exhausted. I'm one of those that will stay up late to the night to get something done, and I'm also a perfectionist. I'm working on these issues. I I went to the session this afternoon on uh, 6 and 7 and my character defects, and, you know, I'm working on my character defects. But I will overwork myself until I'm exhausted. Oh, well, then what am I going to do to make myself feel better? You know, and it's that old, oh, well, let's have some goodies. But, again... I don't think about that. But again, if that is the situation and you're thinking, halt. You, if you have to physically put your hand up, that's a way to, you know, just, oh, yes, I'm working this program. I prefer to feel the freedom I feel when I'm abstinent than I do when I'm eating. And so between those periods of, of 2000 and 2011 when I was slipping I was in the rooms. My mantra, and a lot of the people that know me, my mantra is stay in the rooms. When I was slipping and in between those periods, I um, I lose my trend of thought real easily. Um, <laughs> sorry. When I was slipping and sliding between 2000 and 2011, I, uh, what was I talking about? The halt, the tired. Oh, well, I hope it comes back to me. Um, um, but what I have learned to do today is to feel my body and to know, I know that after this weekend, cause I'm on the board and I have a lot of other responsibilities that are going on other than just participating, I'm going to be tired, very tired on Monday because there was a lot of stress leading up to it, a lot of things that had to be done. And I'm going to be tired. And I have, except for my exercise that I do, I have swimming on Monday. I'm taking the day for me. I can do that. I'm retired now. I never did that before. Never took a day for me. Why? Because I can hear in the back of my head, you're a lazy loafer. Don't sit there and do nothing. Do something. You know, and that's from my background. So I... That is part of taking care of myself because when I do that, I'm a better person for you, for my sponsees, for my program, for my husband, when I take care of myself. So that T of the halt for me is probably the most important important letter, really to know when you're tired. So when you're tired, what, what can you do? List some things you can do. You can... Have a glass of water, sit down for a few minutes, say, okay. And the other thing I've been doing l- lately is you can, I can sit myself at the computer because I have a lot of emails and a lot of things to respond to, and all of a sudden two hours have gone by, and I haven't moved from this position. And I now set a timer for 20 minutes, 30 max, and, every, and the, the thing, and every time it goes off, I get up for 15 minutes. And I'll either go on a walk around where I live, I'll go get some water, I will go stand, sit out on my balcony and relax, I will, like, what do you call it, veg. 
do something different. I'll go have a talk with my husband, something. And then that 15 minutes is up, and then I go back and do another 30 instead of being stuck in that position. So that's one thing I do uh, to, to help with the tired. I can also do some stretches. I do some gentle stretching. Um, another thing is I can take a rest, take a nap. Oh, it's a concept, a novel concept. Take a nap in the middle of the afternoon. Um, uh, another thing for rest, if you like to read, if you like to listen to music, have a nice cup of tea. I mean, you guys know what works for you when you're tired. And it's not just keep working, you know. Uh, mine was to keep working through it. So... Um, so that's the – I've gone through all the letters, the H, the A, and the L, and the T. Let me see what I have here on time. Uh, okay, I still have about five minutes or so. Um, and I don't have to talk the whole time anyway. Um, so I'll, t- I'll tell you a little bit about how – oh, so oh, so the, I think here's what I was forgot the last time. So using HALT the, is, is putting – difference, putting separation between me and the food. So let's say this is the food here. It doesn't automatically, that, that is not going to end in my mouth, just sitting there. It's not going to end in my mouth. This is involved in that getting to my mouth. And I have always said to my sponsees, if I do this, I have one second to hope, hopefully my program will whoa, halt. You know, if I have it in my hand and if it's this close to my mouth, that I can do a halt, uh, a pause, a step back from. What I want to do, and the, the, the speaker just shared, for every year in the program, we get a second more on that pause. So, and so I have, let's say I have three years of abstinence. I have three year, three seconds of pause more than I did when I wasn't abstinent because that food would be in my mouth and it was like, how did that get there? You know, it's that story in the book when the guy's drinking the, the alcohol with the milk in it and it's like, how did that happen? How did I get drunk? You know, it's like, for me it was like, how did, how did it get there? After not the first bite, after a whole big binge, because I would just put the one thing in, and then I was gone. Then I was gone, and then it's like, how did this happen? Well, a lot of my relapses happened way before the actual this. They happened way before, and and I don't know about you, but I can get triggered. I used to get triggered by what other people were eating, I used to get triggered our mall. We have a Sun Valley Mall near us, and there's a place in there that has this odor that can permeate the entire mall. And I would be at one end of the mall, and my husband is, my husband is with me, and this place is at the other end of the mall. And I go, smell that smell. And he goes, what smell? And he's, <laughs> he's a normal leader. And I go, you can't smell that cinnamon bond, you know. The he he said no. Now I don't know if my smeller is better than his, but my sniffer. But I could smell it at the other end of the mall, and it would get my glands going and my everything going. Well, that's my disease, 
And that's when I have to say, I am an addict, and if I take that, I'm gone. And I love my recovery so much now that it is more precious to me than that, to put that in. I have had this body weight for almost 14 years, except for the relapses where I put on 5 and 10. But I can put on clothes that I can buy a wedding dress for my daughter's wedding a year ahead and know that it's going to fit me. At her on her wedding day, and that has happened because I've had four daughters get married, and the wedding dress has always fit me at least for the last three I was in program. So um, let me see what can I do to wrap up, and then I'll do the questions and answers here. Uh, let's see what time it is here. Okay, we're doing okay. Um, so how I'll just tell you how I work my program. I get out of my bed in the morning and I get on my knees and I have a prayer that I say and I say, thank you, God, for another day, for a chance to live in a decent way. How can I be of service for you today? Simple little prayer, very easy. And then I have my meditation time, my book reading time, my meditation time, and then my sponsees call me. They and I have the they have they I have four slots there and they they call. They have their food their questions, and their action plan for the day. And I call my sponsor once a week because I've been on maintenance for quite a few years now, and um, I email her my food, and we're working through questions with her, or I go through an action plan with her. Um, and then I'm off to exercise. Um, I either run or I go swimming, and then breakfast. And I'm all ready for a really nice breakfast. And this is all done probably before 8 o'clock in the morning. And it's really a, a great way to start my day. And then I have, you know, things that I do, activities that I do. And then I have my weighed and measured lunch. I absolutely love my lunch. I can't wait for it. And and then the afternoon, and I spend my, my evening. And I have meetings that I go to and do on all my Region 2 board stuff. But then the evening, the way I end my day is I end my day with I – tr- I am trying to cut back on television watching because it was starting to upset me. So I have certain shows that I watch, but I I don't watch the news because it's really upsetting to me, and that I notice that upsets my internal uh, feel that I feel the when I'm totally abstinent and 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 everything is running smoothly, I feel very calm and serene inside, and the news is upsetting. Some of it is upsetting. So. Uh, the evening, I do the the evening prayer that's right there in the big book, um, you know, before I go to bed, blah, 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 and I go through, was I dishonest, was I selfish, was I, and I go through those things, and then I, I give myself to God, and I say, whatever you would have me be, and then I have a good night's sleep. It's very simple, and I never thought I would be weighing and measuring food this many years later, but every morning, I got my cups out, and I'm doing the thing, and I got my bowl out, and... It's just easy. I can, I'm the one that makes it difficult. It's just it's so easy. But I know I have this disease now, and I've accepted that. Step one, we have to take 100%, absolutely 100%, more than 100, probably 110, <laughs> that I am powerless. and My life is unmanageable when I'm eating. My life is unmanageable when I'm eating. If you can think of when you binged, 
All I can think about is where I'm going to get my food from, the next bite, uh, how I'm going to eat it, is anybody going to see me? And so HALT is a really powerful tool for us. And as I said before, some of you that came in later, is I use my hand and I just put it out there because that reminds me of why I'm doing this program, because I love the way I feel. So I'm going to stop there. Thank you. I'll stop my clock here. And um, I will take the Ask It basket. I will bring it up to you. Thank you, Mr. Brick. All right. We'll do these for five minutes, and then we have time uh, for people who want to share. If you do want to share, came in late, there's a paper up here that... uh, We'll have you sign. Uh, it's a release form for the um, for the recording to be recorded. All right. How do you quiet your mind and find peace? Oh, very good question. That's a very good question. Um, let me just preface it with: I went to the step six and seven workshop today, and I asked a question. I said, "Do you have any suggestions for when my mind?" has negative thoughts toward my husband, but they don't come out my mouth. Now, I've, I've worked on the character defect of the negativity and the criticism coming out of my mouth, so I don't do that. But it's going off up here, and it's like making me crazy. Just stop. He, he's not that. So um, what they said is that, you know, you're not I'm, – what, what the answer was was we can't do the character defects perfectly. So I understand this about – to quiet the mind and to find peace. So we quieting the mind is almost an impossibility because the thoughts are running constantly. But one of the ways that I do quiet my mind is meditation. And meditation, just sitting comfortably. You do not have to sit in the lotus position. I can't do that. I cannot sit with my legs crossed like that. But sit in a comfortable position, sit upright, and get yourself relaxed and just notice the chitter-chatter or you're hearing the choo-choo train run by or the plane or the birds or whatever. Just notice and go, hmm. Or just what I start to do when I'm meditating is I start to plan my day. It starts going, okay, I'm going to have this for breakfast. I'm gonna, you know, And it's like, oh, notice. So one of the things when you're meditating is just notice. Just notice the thoughts and so, hmm. That's interesting. And then go back to meditating. You don't have to think about the thought. Because when I think about the thought, the thought creates more thought. There isn't probably going to be a period in in my life that I am completely thought-free. I don't think so. Unless when I'm gone. That's when I will be. But, um, But that's one way I quiet my mind. Another way is to talk to somebody else. If the mind is going off and it's trying to talk me into something, like if it's the, the, I call it the attic, the attic brain, if it's trying to talk me into something that isn't good for me or something, I will make a phone call. And that will get whatever thought is going on in my head. Another thing I've done, and don't, you can laugh if you want, is I've been driving along in the car and I'm so angry at somebody, I'll just scream out loud. <laughs> because people can't hear you. I mean, if there's no one else in the car, people can't hear you, but just scream. Ah! 
Because after you scream, the, the thoughts kind of calm down. So anyway, that's that one. Is that the only one in here? Yeah. All right. So what we're going to do, unless, uh, what we're going to do, is if you'd like to come up and share any of your thoughts or anything else on halt or anything you'd like. Here's the timer underneath the thing. I didn't even see it. Is just make sure you sign the release form, okay? So, does anybody want to come up? Just raise your hand. Come on up. Oh, we'll say thank you. Thank you. I'll I'll wait till somebody raises their hand. Come on. Go ahead. Come on. Um, Noah, compulsive overeater, and thanks so much for your share. That was great. Um, yeah, I think uh, tired is the one that gets me tired, and I think there should be an S at the end, stressed. You know, it should be tired halts. You know, because I'll be at work and I'll be tired and I'll be stressed, and then, like you said, I want to push through. I just want to just go until it's done, but. When you hit that wall, you can't. You know, like the 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 disease in me goes, you know, starts panicking because also, like you said, I'll get frozen in a position at my keyboard and I'll start getting pain, back pain, shoulders get tight, and then I need some kind of relief. And so the disease goes, oh, I know how to fix that. Go to the break room, you know, and that'll just take a second, and you can just load up on stuff in there caffeine and sugar and carbs and then you can come back and then you'll get all your work done and your boss will love you and life will be great but it's it's such a lie because what happens is i go back and i work for five minutes and the craving's like well why don't i just run back there again real quick because as long as i'm doing this i might as well do it right you know i might as well really do it and then i'll just work longer tonight so it's just a, a vicious cycle and it's not more efficient or or better than taking a break like you said actually if i get up from the from my desk and go down to the gym you know i can put down one of those little yoga mats and stretch my back close my eyes i liked your suggestion of sitting and drinking a little glass of water a lot of times i'm dehydrated and i don't even realize it um so yeah taking healthy breaks um and and learning to just you know, I don't have. I can still work long hours. You know, ten, twelve-hour days, but I have to be willing to take those healthy breaks, um, and and just realizing that the the break room breaks with the food is not a more efficient thing. I end up spending a whole lot more time running back and forth than I would if I just take one or two quick, like uh, ten or fifteen-minute rest breaks. So, thank you. For the recording, thank you. Um, one of uh, thank you, by the way, for all the practical suggestions. Um, I found it really helpful to hear what you 
what you have learned and what you apply in your life. I especially like the like physical, like how you describe the hand that because it's true. It's like it's a physical motion. It feels like magic. Like somehow my brain picked up the food and put it in my mouth, but actually, like you said, it's actually my hand. So、um, it was good for you to describe that for me.、Um, <laughs> so. Um, I find that with the angry, the tired definitely. Like if I'm tired, that throws off my emotions, that throws off my food, that throws off everything.、Um, so that has to be the foundation、um, for me. The angry part is also a big deal, and、um, I either eat because I'm angry. But what I do more often, what I have done in the past more often, is I'm angry. I act out on it. I feel shame, and then I eat. And that for me is that's like the destroyer for me.、Um, and it was it, it's so good to be reminded、um, to be aware of how I'm feeling and pausing, like putting my hand up. I I love that, like physical. You know, action of okay, pausing. Like, what am I feeling? And because、um, I have been, you know,、um, I'm anxious about where I'm at in my life and my physical recovery with this foot thing, like loss of job and everything. And this、um, session has really reminded me to get back to basics of just.、Um, and the way that I can do that is by following this halt and just being aware how I feel because that. Often I will.、Um, I'm not in the house, so I'm in o, just regular OA, and、um, you know I, I can be really careless and sloppy about my program. Anyway, thanks. Okay, don't be bashful. I can even bring the mic to you now. <laughs> Now's your time. Oh, hi, I'm Francine. I'm a compulsive overeater.、Um, recently, I got a new、uh, sponsor. Sorry, <laughs> a new sponsor, and、um, I've definitely been more willing. And、um, it's it's so strange.、Um, I was abstinent like like two years ago, and for two years I've been not sober, abstinent, and it's just like all of a sudden again I get the willingness, and I haven't been. To my favorite food places for like thirty days, and that's like a true miracle.、Oh. But、um, my sponsor wants me to do all this writing, and、um, I was really good at the beginning, and then I'm starting to let it go again.、Um, and I think I need I need to worry more about probably the steps and the food. But、um, I kind of learned another program, and when I was with a different sponsor, that you know I should worry more about the food because my mind will be more clear to you know pay attention more to the steps. But lately, that halt is very.、Um, 
it's very there right now because I'm feeling I'm not eating enough. I'm getting hungry in the middle of the day, which is not is not good because we know when I snack, I like to eat more of stuff. And I know I know what it, I know how to lose the weight. I have to eat more and uh, good food and snack. Don't don't snack a lot and um, just eat fruits and vegetables. And and I'm good. And I did that for nine months. I. I, I mean, it's it was a miracle, but then I'm very angry at my work right now. I'm angry at the people I work with, and that definitely makes me act out because I have been acting out because I just, I just I'm really tired of the people I work with. I love my boss. I love my 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 work the company. So I think that's the only thing that keeps me there. And then, um, but the lonely thing. I mean, I'm definitely lonely, but not as much. But I think I'm. I have to admit that I'm more lazy. <laughs> I used to always think, oh, it's depression and stuff, but I think I have to admit that maybe it is a laziness. Um, and then um, tired. I've definitely been tired lately, and it could be um, detox from all the fattening food that I was eating. So, um, but... I was taking some new um, pills for just to relax my body and my doctor won't give me any more. So I'm really kind of bummed because it was really helping me and he doesn't think I need any more. I set it for one month. So um, that's kind of worrying me because I'm getting older and I have had insomnia more lately. And I don't know, maybe I, I, when I got, became absent, I, I think I became really kind of antsy, really excited. Um, I'm, I'm trying to cook more and I'm pretty being, I'm being successful at it. I'm not a good cook, but I'm trying. Um, that's why I would always eat out because I hate my cooking. <laughs> I'm not really good at it. Um, but, um, I'm here to learn all. I have at least 40 more years to get it all right. <laughs> But I don't have 40 more years if I don't, you know, eat healthier and get to a good weight. And so. Okay. Waiting on you. I'll start calling people. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody? Come on. you got to have golden nuggets for me. Hi, I'm Cynthia, compulsive overeater. Hi, Cynthia. Um, When I think of HALT, I have finally learned how to kind of just put those initials down at the end of where I'm writing my food plan at the day and just kind of circle whichever one was predominant or that happened for me because what I've also learned in the program is to take good care of myself physically in terms of going to the doctor, getting my annual blood work and stuff done, and I was tired all the time. Well, I probably should be tired because of the way I live my life. I'm a compulsive worker, you know, really motivated. I'm up at the crack of dawn and then don't want to go to bed at night. And so I'm learning to have a bedtime and a wake-up time that makes some reasonable sense in this life. But I'm also learning that I have a severe vitamin deficiency, which my doctor is now treating. But I didn't know that. I thought I was tired because I don't know. You know, I don't know what I thought why I was tired all all the time. It just became a way of life. It just became how I felt. I thought, ah, you're getting older. See the gray hair? So you should be tired. And now that I'm getting the treatment, I feel like I could just run out of here now and run around the block. 
So it's not my age, it's I was really tired. So I find if I keep track of that, I'll know what's going on. If I'm hungry every day for a week and, you know, what's going on with that? So I'm learning to respect myself more and my body more and to be present in it, not just, you know, ignore it and, you know, pretend nothing is going on. So I think that that's the one thing about HALT that's useful for me is gauging what's really going on and being respectful of it. That's it. Thank you. Oh, I thought you were coming up to speed. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, Mara. Um, I started out in the How program. Um, and they do very, very seriously talk about HALT. You really need to go through the checklist. And um, for me, um, when I went over to regular OA, I made sure that I added in a couple snacks that I do or do not use. Um, I don't have to if I'm not hungry, but hungry's not good for me. I, I definitely will do some stupid things if I get too hungry. Um, angry... Um, they kind of masquerade as other feelings, though, for me. But um, that's why I have to do my writing when I'm not feeling good or I'm not feeling, you know, that something is right. Um, usually mine kind of masquerade as resentments. And I am aware that I look for resentments, it seems like. Like, I'm kind of addicted to my resentments or because the expectations, you know. <laughs> um and then the lonely, um, for me, I love to be alone. Like last night, my husband took the kids and went to my parents' house the night early, and I had the house all to myself. Love that. My loneliness is like kind of the sad loneliness. Um, like I volunteer at my kids' school, and um, there's a couple people I used to hang with, and all of a sudden, they, I don't, they're kind of not around anymore. And that's how I feel lonely because... They're not like you guys. Like my OA people, like you guys are always there for me. And um, I'm not always trying to track you guys down. It's really, really 50-50. Like I, I don't know. Like I can text you guys and tell you how bad I feel or how much I want to eat, and you guys totally get it. Um, I can meet you once in a meeting and tell you that I love you. I don't do that with school friends because that would be weird. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's mainly where my loneliness is. And, it, and it's kind of once I start getting into self-pity, that for me is the loneliness aspect. Um, and tired, oh, my gosh, I am a napper. I, I at least have to go in the back room and close my eyes at least for a little while because if I get tired – I don't, I'll eat, yeah, I, I really I really have to go close my eyes for a few minutes, and then I know I'm going to be okay, but those are the big ones, hungry, angry, lonely, and tired, and I really, it's about remaining conscious, like if I'm not always aware of where I'm at up here, which the writing helps with, then I can slip into some bad behavior really, really easily, and then later I'm going to be... Then and later, I feel bad, and I have to look for what started it to begin with. So thank you for your share.
be a youth minister, so I know how to get people going. <laughs> We're supposed to go to 8.50, so we can take one more. Well, I feel the universe, I feel the camp counselor is calling me. All right, great. <laughs> go for it. I was going to call on you anyway. <laughs> well, hi, I'm Rick, and I am a compulsive eater. And you know, one thing that strikes me is I have ribs, reoccurring irrational beliefs. And I really do have ribs. Don't do I have ribs, but I have beliefs that come back to me. And this is how it manifests. I'll be at work, and I'm working on a computer, and I will start projecting into the future that I can't do 80 hours worth of work in one day. Okay, that's irrational. I don't have to do 80 hours worth of work. And then I start to obsess about the outcome. And, I, my, and I'm working, I'm typing away, but what if this doesn't work out? What if I... And I start projecting into the future. And it's irrational. I mean, I can tell you right now, it's crazy. And it feels to me like a lead blanket is descending. I don't know if you've ever felt that feeling, but it's like my head gets cloudy, and it's just like a blanket is coming down on me. And I'm disconnecting from reality. And then I think I should go to the break room and have some sugar. Because I'm tired. I'm overwhelmed. It's too much. I can't do 80 hours worth of work in one day. That's not going to happen. And I'm not even that rational at that point. I'm in a state of fear and anxiety. And um, my one of the things that I do is I jump in my car. And I drive over to the parking lot beside 24-Hour Fitness. And I put the seat back. And I take a 15 minute, I don't go fall asleep, but I take 15 minutes and close my eyes. And I can literally visualize my neural pathways unwinding. And they do. They do. And then I just love going into 24-hour fitness for 20 minutes of stretching. I call it yoga with weights because I made this up. But I have, I have 20 machines that I love. And I, and I really love them. And I put on my music and I go. And when my muscles start to burn and it really starts to hurt, I stop. I'm not 20. My goal isn't to become Arnold Schwarzenegger. My goal is to feel good. And I do. So uh, a 15-minute power nap and 15, 20 minutes of stretching, and I go back into the office in the afternoon. Totally. Totally. Whereas before, I would turn to the sugar. And trust me, the stupid shit kind of works. That's what's so frustrating about sugar is it does give you that momentary boost, and then off I go... Until the that's a, yeah until I die and then I gotta have more. So, anyways, that's what I have been doing when I am hitting the wall. Thank you. Beliefs. Would you sign the paper, please? No. Yes. Not letting. Thank you all for uh, coming and listening and sharing. I learned by listening to you, so I appreciate it. Okay, I will. Let's see. Oh, there's supposed to be three minute chairs, but that didn't matter. Okay, it's now time to close the session. Let's thank uh, all who have done service for this session. Please stand and join hands as we close with another closing prayers. <laughs>